This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, I'm Simon Calder, welcoming you to my independent travel podcast and bringing you the latest news on travelling. Today, I've got an interesting forecast. I can exclusively reveal that worldwide, the busiest day of the year is likely to be three months from now. Friday, the 12th of August, to be absolutely precise. The reason I know this, or the reason I predict this, is because I read the excellent coverage by John Grant, who's the schedule analyst, the chief analyst at OAG. They look at all the airline flights around the world. He calculates that 16.1 million seats will be on offer worldwide for that day. Now, The exact number is probably going to change because that's what happens. The airlines will adjust their schedules. And um, in general, airlines are putting on or or they're reducing the capacity that they offer by about, um, well, 0.6% a week. You might think, well, that's really odd. I thought things were supposed to be getting better. But airlines are always saying, oh, yeah, we've got all these plans. I mean, British Airways cancelling quite a lot at the moment. And just because there are 16.1 million seats doesn't mean we'll be anywhere near what we think is the busiest day before the coronavirus pandemic. This was the second Friday in August in 2019, the 9th of August to be precise. And another data analyst, Sirium, says that 17 million people took off worldwide. Now, assuming 80% load factor, which is probably fairly accurate um, for the 12th of August this year, that busiest day, you're expecting around 13 million passengers, so still significantly down. Worth also saying the busiest last year in 2021, what a weird year, was actually the last but one Friday before Christmas. Um, On that day, there were 12.5 million seats so very significantly fewer than there will be on the 12th of August. In other news in his blog uh, Mr Grant says that um, after a few days weeks edging ever closer to 90 million seats a week worldwide we're finally there we've broken it 90.7 million seats but while there are some parts of the world which are doing really well um, Central and West Africa Central America, Upper South America, which is effectively kind of Colombia, Ecuador, that sort of area, um, they're up 6%. Um, Japan is way down on what it should be, um, about one third down. They've actually seen a decline in seats this week of about 7%. And that is entirely to do with the country being closed to the likes of you and me. Um, Well, 
it will gradually get better. It is clearly getting better, but there's an awful long way to go. And I think what we will be looking for as travellers and what certainly the travel industry is looking forward to is more opening up. And that means really, I mean, the two very obvious, very big countries at the moment are China, completely closed down. Hong Kong, forget it. Um, that needs to open up. But so too does Japan. They're talking about, oh, we're going to have control groups of tourists. This sounds pretty 2020 to me, if you don't mind me saying so. Um, both me and John Grant, the OAG chief analyst, think that actually you're either open or you're closed and the best way to be is open so hopefully japan will change its tourism industry which agreed is not the most significant in the world and particularly once the uh, chinese market is taken away which effectively is at the moment because china is uh, is, is so closed um but japan a wonderful country i was really looking forward to going to a uh, the, the Olympics in 2020, not, I stress, as a competitor, but just as a spectator. I couldn't even go in 1991. Anyway, one more piece of information. Compared with this week a year ago, the UK has seven times more airline seats on offer. You might think that is absolutely extraordinary. We are doing wonderfully well, except... Let me remind you that on the 11th of May 2021, we were still six days away from the ban on international leisure travel being lifted. Yes, we were. Oh, bringing me all back now. I'm having flashback anxiety. So that's probably quite enough from me. And thank you very much indeed for listening to me. You can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. Let me please just remind you that you can follow that up with forward slash newsletters and you will receive my weekly travel newsletter free every Friday morning at 7am, especially for you. For now, goodbye, stay safe. I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 